0: Hello and welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me is my wife and co host, Becky. Today's show is brought to you by us here at Be Vigilant. Once again, we are so thankful that you tuned in on American Christian Network Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Becky, what you got in store for us today? Some Bible. Some Bible. (laughs) Yeah, we know we've been doing a lot of uh, shows that are shedding light on the craziness that's in the news and just trying to keep you up to date. We love doing the Bible ones. But when life gets hectic doing a Bible study for you guys and really you know, digging into the Word and getting into what other commentaries, it takes a little bit more time.
1: Yeah, and we don't like to just rush through a, a Bible episode.
0: God doesn't want you to just wing it when it comes to Him, no, right? No,
1: definitely not. Like I said,
0: no. we love doing the news, and we'll continue to bring you those. But we, what we really love is sharing God's Word with everyone that we can because that's what we're told to do mm-hmm. from God. And since he's the father, I'm trying to listen to what he's got to say for me.
1: Yep. So we decided um, we're going to do a study on the book of Esther. So I read the first chapter of Esther today, and I decided, well, this is not going to be a one-show book. (laughs) So this might be a ten-part series. It might be a five-part series. It might just be a two-part series. But I had enough of what I wanted to get out of it after the first chapter. I Hmm. was like, man. So what I'm going to say about that is, in the first chapter, it talks about, uh, well, let me find the king's name. Mm. Ash. You're going to find the name. You the should king. be able to say it. It's the king.
0: The king of where? Rain?
1: Ethiopia? Okay. I don't know. Anyways, that's not the, the point of this story. So the king was having a good time. He was having kind of a party, and he had some, some princes there. And it, it, it goes on to explain the decor, and, and you know, the they had the best wine. And there, there was uppity people there, princes and all that. And the king...
0: Sounds like a liberal party, huh?
1: <laughs> the king asked somebody to go get his wife, the queen... Her name is Vashti, mm-hmm. because he wanted to show her off, basically. Um, it says here in this chapter that she was good, uh, beautiful to look at, and he was proud of her, and he wanted to show the princes. They all wanted to see her, meet her, and, you know, she's the queen.
0: hmm You want to say, hey, guys, look what I did?
1: Mm-hmm. So he sent maybe her chambermaids or someone to go get her. Mm-hmm. But the queen refused the king's request to be seen. And this was in front of his people. Like, he was embarrassed, Mm -hmm. which quickly turns to anger. Mm -hmm. And her attitude in the fact that she did that, declined his request, got her shunned. Mm. Like, he's like, oh, you're going to treat me like this? Well, guess what? You're not the queen anymore. I'm going to go look for a new queen. So that's the gist of the first uh, chapter, which eventually gets to Esther. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to talk about is Queen Vashti's actions and what what they, what they she got from that. So it says in the Bible, God tells us that as wives, we're sub- supposed to submit to our husbands, and that doesn't mean we're slaves mm-hmm. and our husbands get to treat us like slaves or anything like that. But when your husband has a request, especially if it's, hey, you're so beautiful, I want everybody to be able to come look at you. That's not something you should reject. Mm -hmm. So as I was reading this, I was like, man, Queen Vashti is the very first feminist. Oh.
0: She's kind of like a Joan of Arc of her time?
1: Well, I think Joan of Arc was way better than her.
0: Well, she's... She, to me, Joan of Arc is the ultimate fasc- feminist, not fascist.
1: Whoa, yeah, she.
0: <laughs> Sorry, reading something on a news article earlier that word popped up, but <laughs> t- to me, Joan of Arc is the ultimate feminist. Feminist, women's in rights
1: a, in a good way. Oh, yeah, I'm
0: saying she could do whatever to, when any of those other medieval men mm-hmm. can do.
1: But but, but Vashti Vashti be... Was like, no, I'm not going to listen to you. I Ooh. I don't come to your beck and call. Well, actually, you you are called to. Be subservient, you don't.
0: And this is Old Testament time. Mm-hmm. Things were a lot different.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and she lost her throne because of it. Ouch. But, but I think that her attitude, we see that a lot today. Mm-hmm. You know, women say, oh, "I don't have to do what you tell me." You know, in in marriages today, it's a real problem. And this isn't anything new. Even before that, I mean, in the Garden of Eden, when God created Adam and Eve to be helpmates, and they are equal. And Eve was the first one. She was deceived and Mm -hmm. ate of the fruit that she wasn't supposed to. But part of her punishment for that is you're equal, but Adam has the say. Mm -hmm. The man has the say. But you have that. That's why you see such strong, bullheaded women today that are like, no man's going to tell me what to do because we are equal. But the man is the ruler of the household, and that's just the way it is. But so many marriages have got off track to to where they don't communicate as husband and wife anymore. Mm -hmm. It's kind of employer-employee. Or or... even
0: combatants.
1: Yeah. So,
0: If I could just jump in here, too. We're, We're not advocating, because we've run down into this problem with our marriage before. We're not saying, men, you get to say and you get to lead the house in an unscriptural and an ungodly way, because if you are and the woman checks you on that, that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. If you're like, oh no, we're gonna drink and we're gonna do this and beat our kids and whatever it is, and we're gonna cheat on our taxes, and which hey,
1: you shouldn't do that. You but shouldn't. man, wouldn't it be fun?
0: Yep. But you get you get what the gist of what I'm saying is. If the man is not gonna lead in a biblical with God first, then women have, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, the women have the right to check them, so to say, to say, wait a minute. Where where I'm gonna overlay scripture on that? So women that might be in a relationship like that, think about that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: First, is your marriage blessed by God? Did you guys get married in God's eyes, or did you just run to Vegas and get Elvis to marry you? Elvis is not God; he's the king. That was a joke. I guess it didn't fall very well. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyways, I I have to eat my words a lot of times when Becky lets me know. It's not what God would have us do. Dang it, you're right, and that's what having a great spouse is about—having a spouse that knows how to overlay that scripture in your lives. And it's not, you know, then wives can't go to the other end and say, you know, there's no way that's in the Bible, and Mm -hmm. go down that road and call your husband out on every little thing that he does. Right. We're talking when a man is living in sin and a man is living. Not correct, because to me that's what the helpmeet is for. Is the wife is there to make sure. And mm-hmm. if you're both. And to help. Yeah, <laughs> if you're both unscripturally sure, then you know I'm not saying to throw your marriage away, but I'm saying to find some godly counsel as mm-hmm. soon as you can. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great Christian counselors. There's a lot of great pastors out there that are open to marriage counseling. Because if you, do, if you do believe that your marriage is blessed in God's eyes, God put you together, the words then say, let no man teareth apart. Mm-hmm. I think it's teareth, right?
1: Or take apart. Take apart. I don't
0: know. Pull apart. Like, what
1: God has put together. Yep. Let mm-hmm. no
0: man tear asunder. under. Yeah. So with that being said is marriage is something that is worth fighting for. Marriage is something worth working for. We in our throwaway society that we live in today, and this is true. I mean, you buy a dishwasher; they're not made to last, and they're not made to repair. Throw it away. TVs. Remember the first time we bought a flat screen TV, and the guy said, "Yeah, five seven years, and it'll be dead." Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right behind you right now, and it's still going. <laughs> Joke's on him. But we, Becky and I, were just shocked. We would never been into this this world. You know, TVs used to last thirty years when they had a tube yeah. in them. Yep. lug that thing from 18 different apartments, (laughs) maybe drop it. It still works. Maybe one of the, it gets a little fuzzy. But anyways, what our society has taught us now is everything is throwaway. Mm -hmm. And marriages should not be. Mm -mm. If God has put you together, yeah, rough times are going to come. Storms will come. But God is our rock. And we need to be going and seeking the counsel of godly people that will help us get through that. Because if you think about it. You know, everybody, I think, wants when they're kids that soulmate, that one mm-hmm. person in the whole world out of the billions. And that might be true. You might find that person. That I don't know. I don't know if I believe in that. What I believe in marriage is that if two people love each other and they know that God is the center of their love, then it's worth fighting for and it's worth working for. Mm-hmm. That's my soapbox. Sorry.
1: That's Not really a soapbox. <laughs> it's, it's just some truth. Yep. Back to Esther. Yeah, so this Queen Vashti's actions actually had an effect on the rest of the women, Mm -hmm. like, Mm. like feminists do. So the king put out a decree, and it said, And when the king's decree, which he shall make, shall be published throughout all his empire, for it is great. All the wives shall give to their husbands honor, and both to great and small. And the same pleased the king and the princes, and the king did according to the word of... Memook, Some guy. Memook. Mm-hmm. Mamuk. Mamoukhan. Mamoukhan. I didn't finish ah, saying yes. it because I don't know how it was. So Good old he Mamuken. had to put out a decree mm-hmm. that you wives, you need to honor your husbands. Mm. And and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just sad that it has to be a decree.
0: Yeah. Could you imagine if this pretender tomorrow was to come out and say, he would say the opposite.
1: Yeah. Husbands, yeah. obey your wives. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And we should.
1: I uh, sent my daughter a funny meme today. It was a man in a dress. He was a Hollywood actor. And his wife was taller than him and wearing pants and a T-shirt. And it said, when you're the husband of the lead pastor. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. But, so yeah, I, I feel like Queen Ashti, she kicked off the whole feminist movement mm-hmm. by disobeying... And it's not, people hear the word disobey and they're like, ooh. I mean, I've seen friends say when they're getting married, I don't want that to obey line in my wedding vows. Mm. And I'm like, well, come on. It doesn't mean you do as I say or else. Mm -hmm. And it takes, if you live a biblical marriage you're going to have a happy marriage. Exactly. You're not it's not always going to be the best. It's not always going to be perfect, but when you work through it through the, you know, the biblical principles, mm-hmm. God's going to bless that. And you can have a happy marriage. Mm-hmm. Even if if you went 10, 15 years in a, through a rocky marriage and then you guys both decide we got to do something about this and and give it over to God, he is going to bless that.
0: Mhm. So true.
1: And I just thought it was really funny that she was the first feminist yeah, well, in my eyes.
0: What I took is as she poisoned the rest of the ladies, right? Mm-hmm. And how many, and maybe I'm being stereotypical here. I don't hang out in a lot of Christian women groups. Me either. Yeah. I'm a man, so I shouldn't be.
1: <laughs>
0: but, you you know, if you get one woman talking about her, about her husband, I have. I've overheard it maybe at a coffee shop or something like that. And it becomes like this man bashing.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I don't and it, like it. it
0: feeds into it. it. Men do the same thing. I'm not absolving them of anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what the Bible's telling us right there. It got so bad that she was getting other wives to disobey their husbands in whatever way it was. I don't...
1: Well, I don't know if it went that far, but he said... I, we can't have this happening. Like, she was setting an example. Mm-hmm. She was setting a precedent that this was okay. So I think they tried to nip that in the bud. Gotcha. Because they were like, if if the queen's going to do this, mm-hmm. then,
0: then we all are the sure. other wives going to do? Yeah.
1: You know? And that's... But it's just not okay. Mm-hmm. We need to live as God's commands, and that is to respect your husband, to love your husband, to come together to make decisions. And... Just like if you ask him to do something, I wouldn't say he should say, nah, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. At least without praying about it first, if it's, you know, if it's something.
0: So, like, can you do the dishes? Let me pray on that for, I'll get back to you in the morning.
1: Better be praying in 30 seconds flat. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, generally, I would hope that if a woman asks the husband to do the dishes, it's really because she really needs you to do them.
0: Or, I'm not trying to be... Some wuss man, but do, just do the dishes. Don't even, don't, why's your wife got to ask yeah, you to do the yeah. dishes?
1: I, I'd like to say, before our kids were old enough to do dishes, I cooked usually, and Matt did the dishes, mm-hmm. and then there were some days when he cooked, so, which, which is why I tried to cook as much as possible, because I didn't want to do the dishes, <laughs> but when he cooked, then I did the dishes. Mm-hmm. That's just how it was. Now we have kids. Yeah. So Hey,
0: if you don't have kids, have them, raise them up quick do dish, the dishes little dishwashing machines that's what we're getting at that's the moral <laughs> of our story today what I do like to I always like to say because every man loves that word what, what verse is that in the New Testament that wives submit to your husbands
1: yeah I don't I don't remember the reference for it yeah
0: but. but two lines later it tells you what the husbands to do you know love your wives love
1: and respect your wife
0: as Jesus so loved you the church yeah church you- mm-hmm. and I think a lot of men get tied up with you know, I'd die for my wife. Well, what, what? do a lot more too. Well, that's the that's the point I want to get at. Jesus would do anything for you up to death, and he did show us death. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, Jesus was a servant. He washed the feet of his followers. So I think a lot of men just get they get caught up and they put that macho bravado on and they puff their chest out. And I'd die for my wife. Well, yeah, if you're, you'd probably die for a lot of people out there.
1: I saw a funny meme. I may have sent it to you, but I'm not sure. <laughs> it said, yeah, my husband would definitely take a bullet for me, but he would also definitely criticize my driving on the way to the hospital. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been there. I'm guilty of that. But no, it, that's what I think men, we get, we get caught up in the bravado and the machismo. You like these words I'm throwing out? I do.
1: They're interesting.
0: Yeah. The take a bullet for my wife. But what Jesus was showing us is he would do everything for each one of us up to that point of death.
1: hmm
0: And he would also resurrect himself.
1: He'd probably do the dishes, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying,
1: and if you
0: can't things. resurrect yourself or have God resurrect you, then you better fill in all those spots <laughs> up to death. Because you're never going to... You can't measure up to the man that Jesus was. But that's just what I want to point out. We just... Don't ever get too far gone on the tough guy. Mm-hmm. Always remember all the little things that lead that are before death
1: and husbands I'm gonna say this as a as a wife. One of the most romantic things you can do is not bring home flowers and candy. It's do something without being asked mm-hmm. do like um if we're running around trying to clean the house. Don't ask what do you need me to do? Mm-hmm. If you see something dirty, just clean it. Or don't even wait till you have company <laughs> coming mm-hmm. to clean the house. Just do something. There, it's the little things like that. I think are overlooked as the most romantic things that that a husband can do for his wife. Is you know help around the house, do something nice with the kids. You know, just those kinds of things will make a, a wife's. I was gonna say woman, but a wife's heart melt. Mm-hmm. That's for sure.
0: You heard that, gentlemen? That's from a lady's perspective. She just gave you the the key to a happy marriage.
1: I'd like to say that it's also romantic to fold the laundry, but when I see you folding the laundry, I'm like, "Hey, that's my job. What else what am I supposed to do around here?" What well,
0: she's saying is she doesn't like the way I fold it.
1: No, I like the way you fold <laughs> it. It just makes me feel like now I'm worthless. <laughs>
0: yeah, We only fold laundry about every six months around yeah, here. Yeah, that's
1: so probably don't... why I feel like that. Hey, don't! You're yeah. trying to one-up me. <laughs> well,
0: maybe I am. Rude. Mm-hmm. seems like you got another Bible verse pulled up there outside no, of No, I was
1: just looking for some more stuff. But really what I wanted to talk about is modern-day feminism and okay. how... Because, I mean, that's really... It's not new, obviously, mm-hmm. Esther. I mean, not Esther. The Book of Esther, yeah. Queen Vashti. Modern-day feminism... Is awful. It's saying we don't need men.
0: Yeah. But well, clearly
1: we do. And I saw... I'm
0: going to leave that one alone.
1: Yeah. I saw this... Darn it. I wish I... Another meme? Yeah. But it, was, <laughs> it wasn't It was a funny one. It was... Uh... Hmm. Ah, never mind. Mm-hmm. But it was basically saying the right kind of feminism is not I don't need a man. It's I need more of what my husband has. Hmm. So kind of like, I need, well, it said, I need more of m- more of what my man has. Facial hair? No. Oh,
0: back hair. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I have that you don't...
1: Well, not physical things. Oh, But okay. like, I want more of you. Mm-hmm. You know, I want your love. I want your leadership. I want your spiritual leadership. I want all these things together with you, and I'm not afraid to admit it. And that's... What a feminist should look like. Not, I don't need a man. Mm -hmm. I need more of what my man has.
0: Yeah. And I I could honestly tell you, you know, watching the feminist movement over my lifetime, it's gotten drastic and it's gotten, you know, very divisive. Yeah. And it's got, it is, I would say it's probably driven women away from the church Mm -hmm. because the poison gets into their mind that these subservient verses these obey verses are just they're so well they're modern day interpretations of it
1: and oppression
0: yeah and i bet you you know we can we can probably dive into this more on my bible hub app if we take the actual greek words or hebrew words Mm -hmm. and look at what you know to obey and to submit really meant not in a new english term but the way it meant then i bet you it it makes it a lot softer and it Mm -hmm. makes it a lot more easy to swallow but
1: well, and you also have to read in context the exactly. whole chapter and verse.
0: Chapter and verse. Thank you, Bryson Gray. <laughs> but yes, this new movement to pull women, and women are in the workplace. I don't see, I'm not one of those guys that say women shouldn't work because with what this regime is doing to our country, if you do have a job where your wife doesn't have to work, then good on you because you've got a good paying job. Mm-hmm. But the inflation, 8% year to year, it's insane. Mm-hmm. But that's a different story. But what I'm saying is, yeah, I'm not that women don't belong in the workplace. I can even have a woman boss. It happened many a times over my life. I'm fine with that. Women are just as smart as men. What the Bible teaches us is that relationship of marriage. Mm -hmm. right? So when feminism tries to come in and say, look what it says here. Well, it doesn't say anything that you, female, can't be a male's boss.
1: Right. And it's it's just come so far that now, the extreme feminists mm-hmm. just hate men altogether.
0: But are are they lesbians then?
1: I don't know. Well,
0: do they not hate them that much?
1: Yeah, and that's that's the part of it that doesn't make sense. It's like I don't need a man, but I I need a man. Mm-hmm. I don't need a man, but I'm gonna marry this guy.
0: Mm-hmm. But but
1: I thought you didn't need a man.
0: See, to me, and in my hate men, in my mind of true you know, full-blown feminist is a lesbian.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. they, they don't need a man so much right. that...
1: You know what's worse than that, though, is the male feminists. I have heard men say, I'm a feminist.
0: Oh, yeah, I thought you meant like one that was going to become a woman and then nope. become a feminist. I'm sorry, the transgender movement is just running around my head at all times, I love talking about <laughs> it. I don't know why it.
1: that is. Yeah,
0: because it's everywhere. But yeah, oh yeah, these, these feminine men... Oh, the, you know, I'm all about women's rights and yada yada yada. The and glass if, ceiling needs to be broken.
1: Yeah, and if they are married, the woman wears the pants in the family.
0: And mm-hmm. I'll stay at home and I'll be the stay-at-home mom. Dad, <laughs> whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, there are some situations where that has to happen once in a while. Like if the dad loses the job, or
0: or let's their say
1: position the jobs.
0: Or the wife has an education and can make a whole lot more money and work less than the man would have to. I don't, I, I'm not bashing that either. I couldn't do it. I couldn't no, stay home.
1: <laughs> I, I could not go to work and let my husband stay home and raise the kids. That just, it's a foreign concept to me. I'm not saying it can't work. Well, I kind of am saying it can't work because biblically, God made the woman to mm-hmm. raise the children. Mm-hmm. On a full time basis, obviously we need the fathers there to do it too, but it is the mother's job mm-hmm. to raise the children.
0: Proverbs thirty one.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's my opinion. Is stay at home dad kind of weird? Yeah, but I'm sorry if that offends you.
0: But I'd like to if say it's, we're not saying that it can't work.
1: No, and if it's especially if it's temporary for a reason, mm-hmm. it's know, just
0: not going to work with me. Because I couldn't do it.
1: <laughs> I couldn't either. I just, I just feel that biologically, the kids need the mom to raise. You know, to do the. We we call it motherly instincts for a reason. And mm-hmm.
0: are you saying science plays a part in this?
1: I guess so. Trust Dads the science. Don't generally have the motherly instinct. Oh, that's
0: so close-minded of you. Because men can birth children now.
1: Oh, I forgot.
0: Yeah birthing people. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm joking and I totally agree with Becky on this that there is just a there's a difference in parents.
1: Well, there's a reason God set the family up the way he did and who are we to say well, we can maladjust it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But whatever. That's just my opinion. I I lose friends on a daily basis, so I'm not scared to lose a few more.
0: Would you say that's your two cents?
1: I guess. I don't. I mean, I don't want to lose friends over this. And if you are a listener and you're a stay-at-home dad and your wife works and that works for you and your kids are adjusted, well-adjusted, then great.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, That's awesome. I will I will say this. As soon as all our kids are out of the house, I'm going to stay home and Becky can go to work. That I'll is have to raise not
1: a... going to happen.
0: Oh, okay. Because
1: I would have to go back to school for that. I just and thought I could try to
0: throw it. that out and get one over on her here today no. on the radio. But...
1: Matter of fact, I've been doing my job for way longer than you've been doing your job, so I get to retire first. Ouch. Just... <laughs> Even though I don't have any sort of savings or retirement yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. That's what happens when you're your own boss mm-hmm. and you don't prepare. I'll
0: continue to work for the man for us.
1: Hey, I was just trying to keep food on the table. That's why I started my own business. I, the last thing I was thinking of was retirement.
0: Mm-hmm. But now we need to. Yep. So that was our show today. Becky, I thank you for your insight. I thank you for your research, and I can't I'm looking forward to the rest of the book of Esther, I guess. Me too. You know what? I'll probably read it too.
1: Yeah, you do that so that we can yeah. be on the same page.
0: Or we can argue in front of everybody out there. No, I
1: hate arguing oh, more right. than anything ever.
0: So before we go, I'd like to say thank you guys all for listening. We are still looking for sponsorship for the show. You can give us a call at 509 818 7818 We also want to thank our friend Willie Davenport. His music is what opens the show and closes the show. You can look him up, Davenport Ministries, on Amazon Music. Always want to make sure that you check him out. The dude can write. He can sing. He can play all the instruments.
1: And he's the happiest guy in the world. Mm -hmm. He
0: can build a house. God has really blessed him.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We thank you guys for tuning in again. You can check us out on where you get your podcasts. Check us out on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gab. I think that's about it. Maybe we'll start a new one soon. I doubt it. Start our own social media. (laughs) And I think that's all we have for today. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So for Becky and I'm Matt, we thank you guys for listening. Until next time, remember to be sober, be vigilant.